A new book is being published about LeVar Ball. Very interesting subject. If you've followed professional basketball over the past 10 years or so, we've known a lot about the Ball family, whether you wanted to know about him or not. And now we have one of his sons playing on the Charlotte Hornets, signing a Supermax contract. He's going to be there for a long time. Brandon Williams, author. Uh, thanks for being on the show. No, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. So the book is called The JBA League, A League of Our Own. Tell me about this book. Why did you uh, write a book about the LeVar Ball and uh, his family? Well, great question. Um, well, you know, five years ago, I was you know, honored to be uh, considered to be a part of helping to create the league and get the league off the ground. Um, I was uh, the director of media relations, so I did the PR for um, the JBA League, and they also asked me to be the in-game, one of the in-game broadcasters, so you know, it's a very, very small team of us that, you know, kind of helped put this all together. And uh, I wore tons of different hats, as you can imagine. Um, and, you know, Laval, one of the things that he used to always say when he first started this league was, you know, I want eight teams of 64 players, eight players to a team, and they all have a story. Well, that also included, you know, the people who helped create the league. You know, I have a story. You know, the guys that, you know, that coached have a story. The players, all of us have a story. Um, and one of the things that doesn't get talked about enough is, you know, what we did to kind of help change the landscape when you start talking about professional basketball and the alternative routes that are taken in to, to kind of sidestep the NCAA. You have the G League, you have the Overtime Elite, um, but nobody really ever thinks or, or mentions the JBA League, which is, you know, one of the sub or the sub headlines or subtitles of the book is called We Did It First. Um, you know, so I wanted to make sure that we weren't forgotten. You know, there's a lot of stuff that, that went into to creating the league, and, you know, I thought I had a good story to tell. For those who don't understand the way uh, basketball works, transitioning from amateur to NBA, going all the way to the top, tell me about uh, the JBA League and where that kind of fits in for those who don't understand how the system works. Well, you know, typically, you know, you got, you know, high school, then you have your college, and then if you're good enough, then you get, either drafted or, you know, play in some pro league somewhere. Um, you know, the JBA League was supposed to be like, you know, an in-between type thing. It was supposed to be somewhat of a de- developmental league. Uh, that's why the age range was 17 to 21. You know, so if you wanted to, to focus on your, your basketball, and that's really all you wanted to focus on, that's what the concept was. You know, so, again, a lot of what you're seeing with the G League, with their, their Next Stars program or, or whatever it's called, and then you have uh, the overtime elite. It's essentially the same model that we were putting out there. Um, Lavar used to always say, you know, if you don't want to sit in the chemistry class and, and, and you know, that's your, your kind of ticket in order to be able to play, and you just want to be able to focus on, on basketball, you know, this is what this is for. It's for those guys who, you know, I'm, it's not like I don't want to do my work to play. It's just maybe – you know, my focus, I just love the game so much. I just want to focus on, on my craft. And I'm a former educator. I taught in Wake County for seven years um, as a middle school teacher and basketball coach. And unfortunately, there were so many kids who they, they loved to play. And it wasn't they were bad kids, but they just couldn't make the grade. And they were just so derailed by the fact that they were ineligible. And there's so many players who who they just can't make the grade for whatever reason, and you're telling them that they can't, they can't play because they can't make the grade. 
You know, so if you have you know, leagues or, or formats where you make it a little bit easier for guys who say, you know what, you know, we'll let you play, we'll, we'll pay you to play, um, and your focus is just basketball, not necessarily having to, to go and sit in the classroom. And I feel like that's where a lot of value comes from this because there's plenty of great athletes that could have a potential for a very lucrative career playing professional basketball that could impact tons of people for generations, that kind of money. And uh, they could the thing that stops them could be grades, school, for whatever reason. So I feel like that's where the JBA League really could have a place. Absolutely. You know, unfortunately, you know, we only had the one season. Uh, you know, the Ball family, they had some kind of internal struggles and infighting. Um, you know, COVID kind of hit. So we, we, we tried to see if we can get it going for uh, 2020 and maybe even 2021. But, you know, LeVar kind of pulled the plug on that. And, you know, but, you know, I get a lot of, you know, um, I like seeing what the G League is doing. I like seeing what the overtime elite and any other league is doing because, you know, this is something that we kind of birthed and created. Um, and just like you said, you know, it gives, you know, players who, you know, if they just want to focus on, on you know, their their professional basketball or whatever the sport could be, efforts, you know, they have an opportunity to do so. And naturally we saw his children, especially LaMelo Ball, playing in this league. And now LaMelo is a star on the Charlotte Hornets, uh, the team we have here in North Carolina. Do tell me just like how important is it that we find some sort of a system that is both promotes – players who want to go far in their career playing basketball and yet also promotes giving players avenues outside of basketball if they don't make the cut? Because it seems like with college sports, their avenue is, well, you also get a degree, whether it's a degree in anything you're good at or is useful is still up to question, but at least you get a degree. Is there is there place long-term for something like the JBA League that allows players to, to jump in and try to get into a career in basketball or something related? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're starting to see, you know, where amateurism is, you know, there was always an issue with amateurism and whether, you know, people were trying to kind of sidestep and and offer incentives, you know, for players to do whatever it may have been. Uh, And now it's becoming more of a thing. You got NIL now, you know, so all of these things were, were, you know, I'm not saying that the JBA gets credit for NIL, but it was essentially, you know, somewhat of that conversation. You know, so you know, now with with someone like a Lamelo Ball who says, you know what, I have a huge platform. I got X amount of millions of followers on Instagram, TikTok, whatever the platform is. You know, I want to be able to leverage that and use that. And you know, if school is an option, let that be an option, but not necessarily something that is is a requirement. You know, let let me make the choice to whether I want to go to school or. If I want to go and go to Australia and play in the NBL before I go to the NBA, I also have that opportunity as well. But I can also uh, make money and, and provide for my family if necessary, not that I have to go this one route. Um, and that's where you're starting to see everybody is kind of getting a lot more open to these ideas. Um, you know, and, and I really, like I said, and I think that what we were trying to do with the JBA was a lot of what you're starting to see manifest today. His name is Brandon Williams. He's an author of a new book, The JBA League, a league of our own, a, a league that only lasted for a season, but could be credited with uh, helping us spawn some changes that we are seeing now. And now with college realignment, uh, college sports is about to get really funky really fast. Uh, where can we find your book? 
Well, there's a couple of different ways. Um, if you want to sign a copy, uh, you can go to my website, um, brandonwilliamsauthor.com. Um, you can look on the book section um, and purchase the book there directly from me, and I can ship it to you and sign it. Um, or if you're you know, like many people who you know, like the Amazon um, outlet where you can just kind of get it right then, you, know, <laughs> you order it and it shows up to your house in 30 minutes after that. Uh, you can uh, find it on Amazon. Uh, there's a, pap- a paperback version as well as an ebook version for those who uh, like to uh, just scroll on your phone and read, read it via Kindle. Well, Brandon, thank you so much. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much.